listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Vanessa Diaz. This is episode 441.5, and I am coming to you from my childhood bedroom in San Diego, and also from the past. As I sit down to record this, it's a few days before Thanksgiving. I am taking about a week off, not so much to celebrate the holiday as to celebrate my parents' 40th wedding anniversary, which is kind of cool. But anyway, again, taking some time off for myself in there as well. And I brought this really giant and unrealistic, frankly, stack of backlist books with me to try to read that I've been meaning to get to for a bit. And one of those books that I was able to devour, it just in a little bit over 24 hours, ended up being so much fun that I'm going to talk to you about it today. So up on today's roster are two books, one that is about cryptids and it's a mystery and another that is historical with some romance and fantasy and just loveliness set in like a kind of historical Regency England sort of period. So before I talk to you about both of those books, let's hear from our sponsor. The first book is A Death in Door County by Annalise Ryan. And this is one that I picked up because I knew that it was a cozy mystery I knew that it was set in this county that our editor Kelly has such great things to say about. And I was like, cool, I never read a mystery set here. That looks like fun. And also because it had an illustration on the cover of what looked like a Nessie-like creature, except I didn't actually think it was Nessie, but it turns out it kind of might be. So, of course, I was always going to read this book. I believe I've told y'all before on the show that my nickname as a kid was Nessie. One of my high school best friends still calls me that. I hated it when I was a kid because I was all, ah, oh, that's what they call a Loch Ness Monster. And now I love it precisely for that reason, because I want it so much to be real. So when I figured out that this book was indeed about cryptids and, you know, Nessie adjacent, like it was, oh, I couldn't wait to pick it up. And it delivered. It was so much fun. The main character in this book is a bookstore owner in Door County, Wisconsin. Her name is Morgan Carter. Her shop is called Odds and Ends, and it's a really kind of quirky shop that caters to a particular crowd, you know, one looking for books and such of a more, shall we say, like supernatural, kind of macabre, sort of out there nature. She keeps what is either a skeleton or a cadaver in the shop as a sort of mascot. I can't remember which one it is right now for whatever reason, but I remember finding that like a really fun little detail. So all that to say that it's the kind of shop that is definitely not for everyone, but the people that it's for really, really dig it. Morgan is also a cryptozoologist. She spent her formative years traveling the world with her cryptozoologist parents in search of monsters and has made a hobby of that, a hobby, a hobby, actually, of that pursuit in her adult life. That is a complicated endeavor for her for reasons that I will allow you to discover in the book, but let's just say that she's got some baggage with relation to her parents. And now the police have come looking for her help in solving a mystery that really has them scratching their heads. There is something in the lake, Lake Michigan, that is leaving really suspicious bite marks on both animal and human victims. Started with fish and deer, but now two divers have been mauled by something that seems like it could be a giant creature on the scale of Nessie. They're like, oh, it can't be Nessie. But like, oh, but could it be? But it's not. But like, what if it was? And so they need the help of somebody who specializes in this sort of thing. Enter Morgan Carter. Investigations ensue. And that is all they will tell you about, really, as far as the plot. So you can go discover that for yourself. It's a lot of fun watching Morgan go through like this deep well of knowledge that she has about this subject matter and her going through this whole scientific method to kind of determine what is really at the bottom of the lake and of this case. And there's also like a romance going on with the lead investigator and with her, like a grumpy sunshine thing going on. It's just so much fun, especially if you are into cryptids and Nessie the way that I am. It's just a rollicking good time. And in some good news, it's also the first in a series, in the Monster Hunter series. 
is why I allowed myself to talk about this book today because it's like barely backlist. The second book is called Death in the Dark Woods. It's about Bigfoot this time and it's coming out, I think, December 12th of this year. So look out for that, mark your calendars, but also make sure to pick up the first book in the series that is A Death in Door County by Annalise Ryan. My next pick is The Midnight Bargain by C.L. Polk. And I'm going to be real with y'all. The reason I'm talking about this book is because I happened in the course of packing for this San Diego trip to find another book by C.L. Polk, even though I knew the end. Excellent book. Uh, Under my bed when I thought I had turned it into a library literal months ago. And in my defense, I had a family emergency at the time and I had to take a very unexpected trip. I thought I turned this book in when I made a mad dash to the library. It turns out I did not. I will make that right. But this book, (laughs) The Midnight Bargain, Again, C.L. Polk, just fantastic, is the author of, clearly, even though I knew the end, but also the Witchmark books, which I love. And actually, that's not what they're called. It's the uh, Kingston cycle, but the first book is Witchmark. If you haven't read those, definitely go pick them up. They're some of my favorite works of fantasy. This is a historical fantasy set in a magical world that's reminiscent of, like, Regency England. Our main character is Beatrice Claiborne, and when we meet her, she is on her way to a dress fitting with her companion, person made maybe but yeah companion will call her companion when she's overcome by a feeling a feeling that makes her jump out of this carriage like oh gotta go and she just books it to the bookshop books it to the bookshop (laughs) yeah we're going with it (laughs) she is a sorceress and she senses that there is a super rare grimoire in the shop one that she's been desperately searching for which i'll explain why in a minute but it's like calling to her so she's like yes it's mine finally within my reach except when she goes to get it another sorceress and her brother kind of you some wiles to sneakily take the book right out from under her. This is devastating to Beatrice because all she wants is to be a magus, to be able to practice sorcery and, you know, magic as a career. Unfortunately, in this society, women aren't allowed to practice magic once they get married. Oh, that's what I have to say about that. (laughs) So yeah, magical women are forced to wear a collar that will cut off their powers and it's ostensibly to protect their unborn children. Thanks. I hate it. So anyway, that grimoire would have made it possible to unlock a magic that would allow Beatrice to become a full-fledged sorceress. So she makes this bargain with a spirit to help her get the book back, a bargain that ends up where like one of the stipulations kind of sort of is with that she kisses the brother of that sibling duo who took the grimoire from her in the first place. And the kiss is like very much not awful. In fact, it might even be kind of nice. He seems like a nice guy. He's not from where she's from. He seems very, like, progressive. Like, there's, there's a lot to potentially like here. Unfortunately, she learns that her family is destitute, like, broke, like, have not a penny to rub together. And so her dad, unbeknownst to her, has been putting all of his money into this next season for Beatrice. We're talking clothes, parties, an apartment in the city because he needs to marry her off to a good, and of course by good I mean wealthy, family because it's literally the family's only hope. So now she's torn. Does she go through with the plan, embrace her best magical life, but then unfortunately would mean leaving her family destitute and also losing this wonderful guy that she's kind of really interested in all of a sudden? Or does she marry him, like, yay, get the guy, but also agree to wear this collar that will strip her of that magic to save her family, but at the cost of all of her hopes and dreams? No good options here. It doesn't appear that they are. And this is of what I love about C.L. Polk books. They always have these like really complicated stakes to them, complex characters, really interesting systems of magic, and clearly a lot of commentary on like real life issues, women's autonomy or like lack thereof, and like how we get to 
make or not make agency or have agency over our own lives and like the difficult decisions we have to make. It is just such a great book. Generally speaking, when I hear Seal Polg, I feel like people are either talking about, even though I knew the end, or the Kingston cycle. Again, both of which I love, but I don't hear as many people talking about this book, and I absolutely love it. So hope more people will pick it up. So that, again, is The Midnight Bargain by C.L. Polk. And those are my picks for today. I hope all of you are having a great or at least not terrible holiday season. Thank you to today's sponsor and thank you to our audio editor, Caitlin Bream. And of course, to you for listening. For even more recs and just general bookishness, make sure to check out bookriot.com. And then don't forget to check out all of our podcast offerings at bookriot.com slash listen. Or you can just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find all the books that I've mentioned today in the show notes. Just visit bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of the all the books, all the backlists, all of the shows, and you want to leave us a little treat, please consider leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We really appreciate those reviews and to help other book lovers find us and listen to us, you know, gush about cryptids and historical fantasy. If you want to find me, I'm mostly on Instagram and a little bit on Blue Sky at Buenos Dias SD. That is it for me today. I'll catch you all next time, hopefully with even more backlist reading under my belt. In the meantime, happy reading. Everybody.